Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1236 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Some guests on our show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder that every Wednesday night is date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. The Edmonton Oilers with uh, basically, what, three uh, back-to-back games over a span, I don't know, of last 12 to 14 days or so. Uh, off day for the team today. They'll take on the Columbus Blue Jackets, who've just signed Eric Robinson out of Princeton. He's a forward, and I believe that Edmonton was looking at Eric, according to Elliot Friedman, was looking at Eric Robinson as well. Um, okay. We've seen with some of these, remember the great Spencer food conversations we were having during the spring and summer? By the way, he's up to 20 goals for the Flames down in Stockton, but he's yet to play an NHL game. There are, these NCAA guys have a lot of power in these relate. It's almost, they got more power than drafted first round players that have to own their craft in the American Hockey League. Let's bring aboard John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers. John, how you doing? Good, Bob. All we have to do is mention the name Justin Schultz to talk about that, don't we? Well, and I look, Justin Schultz has turned out to be a pretty good offensive defenseman. He's been injury. Yep. He's had the injury bug this year. Um, I will tell you point blank, there came a time in the first year of Todd McClellan uh, with Peter Shirelli, uh, and I, I remember it was just after Connor had returned and playing against Columbus, and the orders went in Ottawa. That I thought Justin Schultz was emotionally done from Edmonton. That he he at that stage needed to go. Uh, the problem was he was slotted too high, John, initially, and the two defense partners that he had his first couple of years in Edmonton were Nick Schultz and uh, Andrew Ference. And if they could have got him uh, Nick Schultz at 24 or Andrew Ference at 26 or 27, that probably would have worked. But by the time the orders got, there was too much tread on the tire with those two respective players, and Schultz was in over his head playing that high in the lineup. And yep. the rest... No, you're right. You're right. right. You know? Yeah, no, no. It, it, listen, there, there were nights where there was, uh, there were opportunities for Schultz to show, and he just froze. And uh, a, a guy of he cratered. Of that, he, in the end, he cratered here. But I don't blame. I, I don't blame it on. Uh, you know, part of it was the dysfunction. 
of what Edmonton was going through at that time. Um, yep. You know, I I have a and say. By the, by the time Todd showed up, there was there it was, was too no late. Yeah, it was, it was too late. Absolutely, seventy five twenty five rule, right? Seventy five on the player, twenty five on the D man. All I can like here's the thing, John. I'm happy when former Oiler players are successful in other places. Okay, I'm I, I'm happy when that occurs. Um, so. I'm happy Devin Dubnik's got his career and is playing great for Minnesota. I'm happy that Taylor Hall's having a terrific year in New Jersey. You know what? I- I've talked to Taylor's dad, Steve, about this. I-, I can share this. He wants to see Adam Larson be be ha- happy here at Edmonton because that's the type sure. of guy he is. He's you know he wants and and you know Adam's playing super right now for the Oilers. Uh, I, I, I tell you what, I think Adam Larson in the last uh, two weeks has uh, shown the signs of what made him. A very high draft pick, and uh, and somebody that the order could use as a cornerstone for years to come. Yeah, well, he's he is what he is, right? He's he's a, the real deal, man. He's a hard nosed defensive defenseman that brings it every shift, right? They got a player and there, not, and and not unfortunately for unfortunately for a lot of people who like flash and dash, he's neither of those. Two but he's you know he he's effective. He could be effective. He's plus thirty three in two years in this team. I know yeah. people. Ah, the plus-minus stats overrated. I'm, I'm not buying that. Anyhow, you know what I'm saying. I want to see. And Justin Schultz has won a couple cups. And last year he had 50 points in Pittsburgh. Had a terrific year, stepping yeah. up in Latang's injuries. This year he's been the guy that's been banged up. I want those guys to be happy. I want Jordan to be happy with the Islanders, right? Like I, I put don't in the wish, right, right, put in the right opportunity. Put in the right, right opportunity. Put it slotted in as the six or seven. Uh, he's done very well in Pittsburgh. Here's the well. I, I would say he's a four. He's a second pairing right shot D. Well, well, he he is now, but that's not how he started. No, no, and, no, no. And, but and, he and, is. And he was able to able to regain some confidence, able to work in a very, very simple system that Mike Sullivan has put in place. Ironically enough, the thing that the Edmonton Oilers need that right now. Well, well, let's get to it. Let's start. They need. A second pairing right shot offensive defenseman because Larson can handle the big minutes and Benning can certainly play as a third pairing right D. And so Justin Schultz would almost be the perfect guy for the Oilers now. But that ship has sailed. Uh, Boy, but, you like stirring the pot, don't you? you no, really, no, no, you no, like no, 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 no. I'm not stirring the pot at all. <laughs> what, here's here's where I'm going. I at one time I thought we need a shooter in Edmonton for Connor McDavid. I'm now looking how. McDavid has changed his game a bit and how he's combined with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and I'm thinking. So I'm, I'm going to ask you this: Agree or disagree with this this comment? If the Oilers play McDavid and Drysaddle together, Connor can get his hundred points, and Leon would probably get between seventy-five to eighty. But Nugent Hopkins might only be a forty-five or fifty-point guy on the second line, especially if he's not on the first unit power play. Conversely, if you play Nugent Hopkins with McDavid, Connor gets his hundred points. Nugent Hopkins might get you sixty-five to seventy. And Leon can still get you sixty-five or seventy on the second line. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I do. And I, I think what's more important is that I, I truly believe that Leon Dreisaitl has to be that second center to make the people around him better. Uh, if you play he and McDavid together, they're only really helping each other. So what are you doing with the other ten forwards? You, Leon has a better opportunity to have positive effect on another set of wingers when he's the centerman than he does if he's sitting on the right side with Connor. Uh, conversely, uh, I, I think that um, while we think that Dreisaitl and McDavid think the same way on the ice, I, I think that the speed of which Nugent Hopkins 
thinks the game uh, and the quickness that he puts into that, uh, I think is a very effective uh, uh, tool in playing with McDavid. So this, this to me, whether the, whether it was something that they lucked into or they or out of desperation, uh, I, I think the the move of Nugent Hopkins to the wing and him learning now how to play the wing, and that's what that's what this last ten games or eleven games have been uh, and will be. Uh, I think it's important for him, you know. And, and then really, what you need. You need a guy on the other side that put, can put his stick on the ice, and when he makes contact with the puck, it's in the net. Uh, and by the way, not not to put too much stock in it, make too much out of it. That's what Ty Ratty has always done all his life. He's been a goal scorer. Uh, I'm not suggesting for the moment that uh, uh, Ratty is a remedy long term, but it's uh, it's nice to see some chemistry working on that line. Ratty's desperate, John. He's playing with desperation. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the it's the grit and the grease that has surprised me. The backtracking defensively, supporting plays, uh, being being the first guy back defensively. I mean, I did but, not but, expect that out of Ratty. Well, here, here's the thing, and this is what happens when you have guys that are on second and perhaps third chances. Uh, he was not going to get a real chance in St. Louis when you looked at the depth of the forwards that they have. And yet he was a you know a, a pretty high draft pick, um, you know. So when you when you do that, I mean it's a blow to the ego, it's a blow to the psyche. Uh, when you get traded and then you end up being put back in the minors, that's another blow to the ego. Uh, particularly with a team that was struggling at times, and Ty was sitting in Bakersfield thinking that guy I, I can play there, I can be a difference maker, and now he's been given the opportunity to be a difference maker. Uh, and he's taking full advantage of it. And, and what it does do for me is it gives him an opportunity. It gives management an opportunity to give him a chance come camp next year. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, put it this way. If he the Oilers got six games left, if he gets f- four or five points in those final six games and is plus or even total, I, yeah. I think Raddy's probably played himself into a position where he gets a very high Two-way deal with a guarantee, so you're looking at say seven fifty five hundred with a six hundred guarantee, or maybe they just split the difference and give him a six hundred one way or seven hundred yeah. one way, right? Because yeah. and 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 he, what is the minimum by the way right now? Is it five seventy five? I'm trying to recall here. Five seventy five right now. Yeah. So a- anyhow, he's he's done well. All right, John, I'm going to put you on a spot. Do you have a vote in the heart? Uh, uh, yes, I do. All right. Can a guy win the Hart Trophy if he does not make the playoffs? Not in my voting. All right, Brendan, that, that's enough for John. We're going to get a new regular Monday contributor, okay? Well, you want me to be honest? <laughs> I'm just having fun with you. No, absolutely. And I mean, So give us, give, give us your I, I rationale on that. I think Connor McDavid has been marvelous. But I, I, I think that when you talk about uh, the ultimate team sport, and Bob, of the four major sports in North America, hockey is the ultimate team sport. I don't think... Uh, and and what we've done because I don't, I don't know why and I don't want to point fingers at, at, at opportunities and situations but we're trying to individualize the greatest t-sport in the world uh, we always have uh, and I think that uh, there's an opportunity for players that have had great seasons uh, who have propelled their teams into the playoffs to, to get some recognition and sure. that's, that's my thought process John I totally respect that perspective I get it I would suggest to you that hockey, uh, because of the nature of the sport and the respective minutes played by the top players, 
is actually in terms of individual impact to end team result is third of the four major professional sports. Because in it's football, three of the four, it's, yeah, it's third and, of the four. Yeah, and I'll explain why. How often is the offense on the field in football? Well, but I, so, I mean, in theory, half the time. All right, so that's one in basketball. How many touches? Hold on. How many touches does the quarterback get? How many touches does the quarterback get? When you think about the amount of times that that ball is handed from, you know, from the center to the yeah. quarterback, but his opportunity how- <laughs> to impact the game is greater because he's on at least half the time. Basketball. I agree. NBA. I agree. NBA top players play what? 36 out of 48 minutes? Uh, I mean some guy you wait until the playoffs you'll see LeBron play 42. All right. So baseball you only there's there's nine guys get a bat and you you get four at bats per game. So that might be the one scenario where there's well, actually less Well, baseball is an individual sport with a team so within I, a team so, game. So my, baseball, my baseball is, is the least Team-oriented of the four. I think hockey is a. Don't get me wrong. I think it's it is a a great team sport. But I think the individual, especially a forward, if he's only playing twenty two minutes a game, the other thirty eight minutes a game still matter. And that's that's where I'm going with this here. Right? Is his actual ability to impact wins and losses is less proportional than stars in football and stars in basketball because he plays less minutes of critical time. Which, 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 in my mind, supports my argument. Exactly the same logic supports my argument too. So, oh well, okay. Uh, there we go. <laughs> now, uh, and if I, I'm not, and if I voted, and if I voted today, what in order in order to keep everybody in Edmonton off my back, McDavid, you, you vote, you put five names down, right? Yep. You put five names down, and McDavid would certainly be in the five. Yeah. But he would not be number one. Uh, how about? Oh, and he was number one for me last year, and he was number uh, one when in the rookie the year before. So. Yeah, and McKinnon has missed some games. Um, is is he number two? Is he on there for for for, for me? He's on for sure. He's had an unbelievable year, though. It should be noted, yeah. Miko Rantanen has been a tremendous running mate for him on that line. Oh, I, listen, that line, uh, Landeskog, Rantanen, and. And yeah. uh, and McKinnon have been remarkable, and may, maybe the best line, effective line. Certainly uh, the, the highest, certainly the highest scoring line in the league this year. I don't think there's any question yeah. about that. Uh, so. And while well, I listen on Saturday when they do, uh, when they get to a shootout with Vegas, which by the way was a magnificent hockey game Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and the, th- the three guys in the shootout are McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rant, and you know you know how things are going there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just in terms of even strength points, Connor McDavid leads the NHL with 79. Last year, he was the first player in five years to have 70 plus. I believe Henrik Sedin was the last player to have better than a point per game even strength points in a year. So McDavid's mm-hmm. got a shot. The Oilers have got six games left. He would need three points or more even strength to get to 82 even strength points. Wow. Nate, uh, you, you know what? Unfortunately, he's had an unbelievable season uh, on a team that uh, has been a massive underperformer. Has been the, I would argue, the second or third most underperforming team in the game. Yeah, uh, Nathan McKinnon second, John, and even strength points was sixty-two. McKinnon yeah. does have one point three seven points per game. McDavid has one point three zero. Obviously, the by, by the way, do you have just just a hypothetical here? If the Oilers uh, 
assuming the Oilers bring back the same coaching staff, and it looks like, I mean, I think Edmonton's like 7-2-2 two two in their last 11 games, so, yeah. and I know some say it's garbage time, but they're, they're, they're playing decent hockey right now. Talbot settled down. Do you have confidence that Edmonton's power play could bounce back? It, it was fifth last year. It's 31st this year. Uh, do you think it could bounce back and be a decent, say, top 12, top 13 power play next year? I mean, I, if you could tell me what ails it this year versus what what didn't ail it last year, I, I would probably say, yeah, you're right. You, you can think that it will bounce back. Uh, I think there have to be enough personnel changes or some personnel changes uh, on the roster for me to suggest that things need to improve on a regular basis. You know, the thing, the thing for me is, and I think we've talked about this before, Bob, is that uh, um, my personal slogan is evolve or die. Uh, and I don't think uh, well, you've as the lived season it. went on. Uh, is I don't think I don't think there was enough evolution and change in the power play and the penalty killing as the season wore on, and that's why they're that's why they kept wallowing in in, in, in the place, in the places they did. John, you'd have a lot of fans that listen to the show that would agree with that sentiment. One final one for you: We, we briefly talked about the NCAA free agent. Do I have to? Do these guys get too much power? As twenty-two, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's yeah no it's like you, so your first round. Let's say you're for the sake of argument, you're Jake DeBrusque, okay, and your first round draft choice of Boston, and you have a pretty good year in the American Hockey League last year, but Boston has an opportunity to sign an NCAA player, and they can burn a year in the guy's deal and get him in and get that player playing a game in the NHL right away. So they buy prep bypass their own prop just hypothetically or I'm not saying this happened in Boston last year because to be frank with you I can't remember if they brought anybody late in the year on an NCAA deal an undrafted free agent yep. but you know what I'm saying like it kind of is stacked in their favor a bit isn't it but here here's here's the thing when you when you buy uh, when you you know sign an NCAA guy to a contract what are you paying for uh, you're not paying for the potential what you t- what you're paying for in many ways is the maturity you're paying for the guy that, but you know, even though he was drafted at, at 18 years of age, he's now 21, and you, you're paying for for that maturity level. If you could tell me that every guy that you know that you drafted and stayed in junior hockey until they were 21, uh, and you were patient, uh, you might be paying more. And I think that's the advantage that the NCAA guys have. John, great stuff, and thanks as always for your time. Good conversation. All right, Bob. That is John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers. It's my wife's favorite. She's a fan of John. John's a nice guy. Uh, you know what, Bob? I I agree with John's theory, but the way McDavid has played over the last while, it's starting to change my opinion how about, on how about this stat? that matter. Frank Cervelli from TSN, who used to be a friend of our show until we got... Look, he's with TSN. We're not going to have him on. There's a TSN affiliate in town. I got a lot of time for Frank because he's a grinder. Uh, he's written a piece on why McDavid has to be considered one of the top two or three guys for the uh, MVP. Connor McDavid has 99 points. The Oilers have scored 217 goals. He's in on 45.6% of their scoring. Okay? McKinnon has scored in on 92 points and 220 of Colorado's goals. 41.8%. Okay? And McKinnon plays with the highest scoring league line in the league. Now, last year, McDavid, Drysaddle, Maroon. That was at the start of the year. Sarah Valley and TSN voted that the top line in the league. 
food for thought on that front. I mean, he's making a big statement here down the stretch. Like, it's almost it impossible it not done. to vote for him at this point. How about what Jack said the other night? Can he, can he win the goal? If he wins the goal scoring race, yes. he might win the MVP at that point. It's crazy. How do the players not vote him as the best player? They oh, all, yeah. They all know who the most dynamic players. Uh, we're going to do some trivia when we come back, and I have absolutely no idea where we're going to go. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity, Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hey, if you're looking for a great sports hockey road trip at 1256 Edmonton, we are going to Europe this fall, Germany and Sweden. Follow Oilers Now, New West Travel in Europe. Terrific trip includes flights, hotels, game tickets, welcome receptions. Book now. The Oilers Now hockey road trip to Sweden, Germany. Space limited. Call New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. All right, to Mr. Lou Trivia. Mr. Lou, Canada's leader in car maintenance. Offer grabs a $50 gift certificate to Mr. Lou. All right, so NCAA free agents. Name the player. Out of Western Michigan, who met with Craig McTavish and Scott Housen towards the end of the 2012-2013 season. Okay? And uh, Oilers were recruiting the player, had a nice meeting with him, and as this player drove off, they saw a bumper sticker on the back of his vehicle with the Detroit Red Wings logo, <laughs> which was a pretty good sign of where said player was going to go. Highly uh, recruited NCAA free agent, left shot defenseman. His career has stagnated the last couple of years. 1257 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell.